0: So I have two questions. My first question is, which side are you on? And my second question is, which player are you? For those of you who like Tottenham or Liverpool, yesterday was either a glorious day or a very miserable day. For those of you who like Anthony Joshua, yesterday was either a really sad day I don't know how many people know the other boxer, but, <laughs> you, you know, this morning, Reverend, I was on my knees by my bedside trying to hear from God. Then somebody opens my door. Yeah, mommy, I know, there, yeah, 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 but I have something uh, to tell you and it might, it will make you sad. And, you see, be spiritual, children. If it will make me even sad, is that the time to come and say this? He said, I I said, I don't care. I don't want to know it. He said, well, I'm going to tell you anyway. Yeah, Anthony Joshua lost. I said, actually, it didn't bother me. You can leave now. (laughs) Because I decided to compartmentalize it and deal with it later. Me, I don't like boxing. There's nothing about boxing that I like. But if you know me, when it comes to sports, I don't like sports. But I like personalities. You, you get it. You get yeah. So the reason why I was happy Liverpool won, not because I'm a Liverpool supporter, but because my coach is there. I mean, my manager is there. So if he has won, it works for me. And then Anthony Joshua, too, I like him. I like him. His mother, his father, and all. His, so, <laughs> but I don't like boxing. So I'm not sad. I don't care who loses always. But you know, I wasn't just happy that I heard that he was really beaten. But yeah. But. <laughs> Okay, now let's come back to scripture. All I was asked, ah, ah, David, you are, so David, you, you were happy yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are Liverpool um, supporters. <laughs> David and I, we are Liverpool supporters. Oh, you can boo us, or oh, you know. Then you have these nana and things, and then they go around Asna and all these Tottenham um, unknown, unknown, unknown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, once upon a time Liverpool was among the unknown but by the grace of God. Yeah. That is why I've asked you two questions. Which side are you on? And what player? I ask your neighbor, which side are you on? Because do you know that? Listen, With our two servants, I've I've decided to become as disciplined as possible. And uh, when Reverend comes, you tell him how disciplined I was. You can ask Eunice, Eunice, how did I fare this morning? I ended, we shared the grace, and we said amen, 11.00. So I'm just warning you that when I'm preaching and I look at the time, I will, and then we will continue next week, amen. But it's a good question to ask because in every situation and in every scenario, there are sides. There could be two sides or more, but there are always sides, isn't it? In every every situation, there's, you know, this side and that side. At least two sides. Every coin has two sides, isn't it? Yeah. Even we ourselves, our personality has. But I realize that a lot of the time, we talk about the sides, but we don't identify ourselves in the sides, which means that it's of none effect. Because the most important thing is to know what side you are on and what part you are playing. Prince, if you, I, you take me to the football field now and I start playing, you know the trouble you have. It's not even so much that my legs are don't work. That's not even the problem. But the problem is that you, you, what is it? Yeah. And at a point, you know which team I'm playing for. Because you see that my goals are going <laughs> into a net that it shouldn't be going to. <laughs> or I'm playing a number I'm not supposed to be playing. Ah, Is she, uh, what do you call it? Defense or whatever. Because wherever I see the ball, I'm going. Whether I'm part of it or not. Yeah. And if it's close to any net, I'll kick it inside and some of us are living our lives like that because it's a goal we scored a goal but we don't realize who did we score the goal for whose goal who is going to get the marks so I just thought that thank God that scripture just covers everything so I just thought I we'll take a couple people, persons, things and then we'll look at it And see that in that, what side are we currently on? And who do we play in this passage? Because it's very important to know who you play in the passage. And my prayer is that as we even just read, we're just going to read through the scripture because I told you that when I'm supposed to end and we are going to take communion. So I'll finish at 1.20 and we'll take communion and we'll close at 1.30 by the grace of God. So just make sure the children are here. All oh, everybody taking communion is here by one, 1 15. Yeah. Because we know things. This morning I made people aware realize that I know, I know maths, isn't it? And then also I know theology. I feel like giving you a few words, but second service people, you see, first service people they are so serious, so they, they like their eschatology and all those taking. Yeah. So the first person we are going to look at and look at the sides. Is Genesis chapter thirty-seven, and we are going to look at it openly and truthfully because you see, sometimes even when we are in church and and they they are shouting and you know throwing blessings as uh, you know your enemies will die, you know all those who are uh, uh, looking for your destruction will die, you know. But I always have a question in my head every time everybody is screaming that if we are all screaming. Then where are the people who are doing the killing and the destruction anyway? So Genesis chapter 37. Because it can't be. If all of us are the ones receiving, who is the one and where do they live? Genesis chapter 37. I read. Um, we're just reading through a couple of verses and then we are going home. Because scripture is enough. The word of God is enough always has been and always will be verse number three so we're going to read and it and as we read we'll ask ourselves that question which side am i on and which one am i playing now israel loved joseph more than any other of his sons because he was the son of his old age and he made him a robe of many colors but when his brothers saw that their father loved him more than all his brothers, they hated him and could not speak peacefully to him. The Message Bible says at that end, that what they grew in hatred for him, they grew to hate him. So even just from Genesis thirty-seven, and four, you realize that you have a father who is blessing or who is loving, and the Bible is saying that. He loved Joseph more than all his brothers and the brothers saw it. So the first thing you see is that there is a person who is loved and there's one group who are envious of the person who is loved. There's one person who is favored and there's another group who despise the person who is favored. So my question again, which side are you on and what player are you? Are you the one who is receiving favor? Are you the one who has got God's eye on you? Or are you the one who is envious and frustrated by other people's blessing? Some people live their whole life in a state of envy and frustration. I'm not talking about unbelievers. This is service. Yeah, this is not evangelistic ministry. This one is in the house of God. You have people who are persistently on the envious side, on the frustrated side. Yeah, and I want to help you that begin to test and see how you process everything. Begin to see how you process and address people's blessing, people's victories, people's breakthroughs. See your first reaction to it, not the fake one you put across. Oh, I'm so happy. I heard you got a new job wow I, wow you know I always knew you would go far but in your heart you despise the person in your heart you are just waiting that things should go wrong so that you can say that look how the mighty are falling in your heart you see and it's Christians sometimes Christians rejoice when somebody is backsliding we are happy we are especially if the person used to be on fire if the person is to have, you know, some vim when it comes to the things of God, we are silent, even though outwardly, let's pray for him. Let's pray for her. As for him, consider yourself. But the truth of the matter is that a part of you has joy that somebody is not going on well. Yeah. Some of us get frustrated in the house of God. Yeah. And that, you know when you have that spirit. When even little things, do you understand? Little things. Like I decide to give Prince a hug. Why did she give Prince a hug? I was standing here. She walked by me and gave Prince a hug. You see how she does her selection? Yeah. Is it because I don't have a good voice? Yeah. Is it because, yeah, I'm not talented? Yeah. Is it because, yeah, I'm not in her inner circle? Yeah. Because she didn't have to go all the way there. She saw Pastor Sam. She didn't hug him. She went. She, she saw her. She didn't hug him. She, And then she went and then she hugged Prince. And then she came back. When you see yourself always looking at the negative of everything, you are on the other side. Yeah. You are on the other side. You are on the other side. Yeah. When somebody, you know, has. Whatever, transform themselves, you know, help themselves. Maybe see them. You see that now they've lost weight. They've become, you know, they've got their own and their groove on. I mean you can see they are sparkling. Do you understand? Yeah, you should you should be happy. You should be able to say, man, you're looking sharp. Yeah, you're looking. Some of us we even struggle to tell somebody that, oh, you're looking nice. Oh, I like your outfit. I like your hair. Wow, you know how to do your makeup nice. Wow, your shoe and your feet are mm." Your leg, ah, uh, mm, but be, please be careful. So, you see, sometimes, so, uh, uh, well, Pastor said we should compliment. So, you know, then now we'll be complimenting places that we ought to not to complain. But you have to try not to join the envious group and the frustrated group. It's not a good thing because anything you despise will not come to you. Yeah. Anything you criticize will not come to you. It's a side. Are you an envious player or a lover? Yeah, are you a favored one? Yeah. Because you see, when you admire favored people, when you admire talented people, when you admire gifted people, you too, God will give you something. But when his brothers saw that their father loved him more than all his brothers, they hated him. Message Bible says they grew in hatred. They grew and hated and could not speak peace of peace. They grew in hatred. So you also have those who are growing in love and those who are growing in hate. Yeah, so you have baby haters, young adult haters. Then you have uh, millennial haters then you have matured haters then you have old haters then you have dying haters yeah. so which means that hatred also can grow hatred also can grow and you see you will know when you are growing in hatred because it doesn't take much for you to hate that means you have advanced you see when you see a proper alcoholic it doesn't take much for them to be drunk Reverend gave us that analogy some time ago. You, because their, their, their equilibrium is already <clears throat> so even a drop can cause them to stagger. And if you are somebody who you hate things, you hate people, you, everything, everything you have something negative to say. After a while, it doesn't take much for you to find something to hate. It, it will not take much at all. I don't like noise. I don't like the I don't like I don't like I don't like when people hug me. I don't like when I don't like if I don't like people to call me. I don't like the I don't why did they come visit me? I don't like people visit. I I don't like people in my space. I don't like I don't like people. I don't like people. I don't like I don't like And then you don't realize why you have a lonely life. You don't you don't appreciate. You can't say yeah. You do it even in your home. Yeah. So your husband, you don't like everything you don't like. He touches you, you don't like, you don't you don't, you don't like, you don't like, you don't like, you don't like you don't, you don't. at the point that you realize that you're married but you're alone. Because you don't like anything around you. Oh I'm preaching. Yeah, 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 yeah I'm preaching. Sorry. Nah. Listen, your 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 Christianity must be Ensure that your life becomes meaningful. I read this somewhere, and it was so profound. He said that stop asking what is the meaning of my life, and start asking yourself what meaning is my me. What meaning am I bringing to life? What meaning am I bringing to life? And stop asking what meaning. What is the meaning of life? No, life life has no meaning. It is what we define it. That makes sense. Yeah, so if you're hateful, 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 you are defining, so you would think that life is hateful. No, but you have defined it so. That is the meaning that you have brought to life. And it's a choice you make. And it's something that grows. So it's not a one-off. And so stop trivializing or stop saying, you see, some of you even now, you're discussing in your head that, no, as for me, it's just, you know, I just don't like people who are You know, no. It's not that you just don't like. No, no, no. The Bible says that you should owe no man any. You shouldn't owe man anything except love. Which means that as a Christian, hating is not an option for you. Hating is not an option for you. Yeah. And I said this a couple of uh, um, international days ago. We are not even allowed to use tolerate. You see, the world is teaching us to tolerate. Tolerate tolerate race. Tolerate color. Tolerance is not good. Tolerance is what ends up with eruption. You don't understand why people live in a neighborhood and then one day there's a clash and this because they were tolerating each other. They were not developing love. They were not developing a relationship. Yeah. And then we bring it into the house of God. We bring it into the house of God. Don't read Joseph's brothers. Read you. Read you in the house of God. As a church, we are saying CICC 1000. CICC 1000, which means that we have to try. People are going to come who will be more blessed than you. People are going to come into church who are more beautiful than you. People are going to come into the church who are richer than you. People who are going to come into the church that the favor they have is different from the favor you have. Can you handle it? Can you handle it? Can you handle it? Can you cope with it? Verse number eight. Which side are you? Envy? Hater? And you know what? The funny thing. They will put on their Instagram and their social media haters are going to hate. Who are the haters who are going to hate? Even that thing that you have written that tells tells you that you are a hater. That's your confession. Haters are going to hate. Is it because do you know why they're written there? Because they are despising somebody, yes. and they are trying to send a message to somebody. Yes. Oh, I'm preaching! I'm preaching! I feel like I'm killing something in somebody right now. Yes. I saw some two words written on somebody's status recently. Pray for me, I tell you. Pray for me. Pray for me. Pray for me. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, you know the verse, but the the last verse said that, and they could not speak peacefully to him. And and, and other verses says that they won't speak to him. Yeah. So are you the one that people don't speak to? Are you the the creator of that? All the Bible is saying is that there are some who are quarrelsome. There are some people who are quarrelsome. Where they are, they don't want there to be peace. Where they, want, where they are, they want there to be contention. They want there to be issues, fights. See, they will not speak peacefully with him. He hasn't done anything. All that does happens is that he's favored. He's loved. He didn't even go and ask for the love. He didn't do anything to earn it. He hadn't accomplished anything in his life. 12-year-old boy. He hasn't done anything. He owned nothing. He has nothing. But he had received. You see, when we come into Christ, he sees us. The Bible says that God, there's no He just chooses whom He will cause to approach. There's no formula, there's no plan. Sometimes you even see somebody who looks like the person is not a proper Christian, they even look like they're not even fully saved. And God chooses to bless them, and God chooses to lift them up, and God chooses to favor them. What is your own? Yeah to create quarrels. Yeah, so some people are on the quarreling side. It's a side you choose. It's a side you choose. Yeah. And when you monitor, you see that it runs through every area of their life. Mm-hmm. Test. Go to whatever school they went to and ask. It defines them. Go to wherever they work and ask. It defines them. If you have boldness, go and ask their parents or their family members. It defines them. If you are even bold enough, go and ask the bus driver and then the person at um, 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 Morrison at the till. And ask them, they'll tell you, this woman, when she comes, we don't want to serve her. This woman, when she comes, we try to stay away from her. As for this woman, we don't. Yeah. Because he or she is on the quarreling side. Yeah. There's a president in a certain country. He's just naturally on the quarreling side. Just naturally. He's on the quarreling side. As soon as he sees that there's a bit of peace in the environment where can I create a, where, where where, can I generate a, where, where, who can I who, who is around that I could probably cause some trouble around here anyone anyone any place any country any town anybody that can but it is a dangerous thing when you as a Christian are also carrying that yeah you, you have not known peace for more than 24 hours you get uncomfortable, you get restless. That why? How can there be peace? You will locate a source of power. You will locate, you will locate, you will locate a source of power. You see, sometimes even when you go to um you see, ask for me, as a pastor, I think that God uses everything in life to preach to me. I, everything. Yeah. Sometimes you will be in the queue in as thou ask wherever. You know, and it just makes sense that you have got two trolleys of shopping that you are taking to a town. And you see somebody behind you with their loaf of bread. Please. And you know, and the person is looking at you about to explain that, you know, can I drop my loaf? And, and then you have squeezed your face. It's like, if you like, come. <laughs> if you like, come. That is a side you choose. Somebody also says, why are you standing there? He's coming. I've even finished. It will take me another hour to unload my shopping. Please go. That is how you create peace. Yeah. That is how you create peace. Yeah. yeah. Maybe somebody steps on your toe or something. You should be able to say, oh, they didn't even realize. You should be able to say they didn't realize. Don't start building a mountain out of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, this is not the first time they've done that. And they think I haven't noticed. I have noticed. But this time, I'm not going to let them get away with it. Because you see, these small, small things, as soon as you start letting them get away with small, small things, before you know the small, small things become big, big things. And then before you know that, you know, so let's kill it at its infancy. Now that it, we will not allow it to grow. grow. <laughs> Quarreling is one of the deadliest things for any human being, let alone a Christian. You must fight that spirit. You must fight that spirit. Especially in your environment. I'm giving you the permission. Even if you have friends who like to quarrel, change them. If you can't tell them that, listen, you quarrel too much, just give them a farewell party. Yeah. You know, sometimes you make an excuse and you keep the excuse to last for a long time. Let me teach you a few tricks of the game. Yeah. Yeah. Those of you who have exams and things, use exam. Do you understand? So it's like, this exam time, I am going to kill it. So you discuss it amongst all your powerless. You gather them. Say, this exam time, I'm taking drastic measure for my life. It's not about you. So this drastic measure, you know, is that all this kind of Our hanging out for this season has got to go. When the Lord releases me, I will renew it. When you finish your exam, if they are bold enough, they should come and ask you, when are we entering back into? You tell them that we have to wait for the exam results to come. You see, let me tell you something. When you are hung around people for a long time, you become like them. Yeah. Haven't you realized that some of you, you have become like me? Yeah. I, I know. And I, I'm sorry. I apologize. But, but that is what it means. Which means that if you don't like the thing you're hanging around, change it. Yeah. That is why after our while, husbands and wives, they look alike, they act alike, they behave alike. Yeah. Because we are in Fellowship. So, if you are always in fellowship with people who like quarreling, you become someone who quarrels. You won't know exactly when you got anointed, but you got anointed. Remember this morning? Yeah, as they fill your cup, it's not only Holy Spirit feeling, there's also quarreling feeling, hatred feeling. Your cup will be overflowing. You won't know when you yourself became a master quarreler. It's a word, it's a word. It's a CICC word. Yeah. You're developing. Just as the person who is also on the other side who begins to walk in love, relate in love, feel love, share love. Do you understand? It's always, you know, wants to engage. It's very easy to say, listen, I'm sorry. It's very easy to let go. Just let the thing slip. Forget it. Forget it. That person who also has that side. Forget it. Forget it. After a while, they also look in their life and realize that they have so much joy. Not because anything in particular has changed, but it's just because they have changed sides. Sometimes you just need to see the lane you are on and say, "I am mm, getting off this." Yeah. It doesn't matter how far you have travelled on the bus. Sharon says you should jump up. <laughs> Please, if the train is on the track, don't jump up. If it's moving. <laughs> Verse number eighteen. I want to give us. Okay, so two minutes. I'll, I told you I'll close when I'll close. Let me give you one more. We'll continue. It's our church. Tell somebody it's our church. They said, verse 18, they saw him from afar off and before he came near to them, they conspired against him to kill him. Message Bible says that they cooked up a plot. So you, 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 you see, first of all, they saw him afar off. So now you have the person who is being spied upon and then the people doing the spying. Yeah. You know, I didn't even realize, Reverend, that now, even normal phone When somebody sends you a message and you open, they know you have opened. I didn't know. Isn't it? Those of you who use this kind of apple and all these kind of things, I don't know. Even if you click, they know you have clicked it. So when you go and use those, oh, I didn't see your message. (laughs) It's 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 a lie. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Are you a, 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 a. Somebody who spies is what? Called what? A spy. And somebody who's been spied upon is called what? It's called. <laughs> spied upon. <laughs> Spices. <laughs> you see, sometimes we behave as if we haven't seen you and we are looking. Yeah, as if we are not watching, but we are watching. As if we are not spying, but we are spying. I tell you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Some of us, we even have neighbors like that. As if they are not seeing, but they are seeing. They open their window. They know everything that is going on. Yeah. Some of us, there are people that we say we don't like. Meanwhile, we have spied on their everything. We know everything. Meanwhile, we say we don't like them. Yeah. You are more up to date than even they themselves are up to date. It's a side you live on. It's a game that you play. That is your position. You are the spy who loved me. And somebody else will be using that effort. Because you see, for Joseph, his father just said, go and see your brothers. So he was hopping along. And that is the misery of life. While somebody is just living their life and they find their life as ordinary and then you too, you are looking at their life and thinking, wow, why? Why it's not fair. Life is not fair. Look at what they have. Look at what they are doing. They are on the speedboat. They are, hey, they are, they are holidaying in the Bahamas. Oh, wow, they've lived there. They are in Netherlands. Wow. Why? Why? And you see now, thanks to all these social media, Facebook can help you to make people more envious. When you are checking at the airport, it shows uh, checked in at Heathrow. Oh, yeah, and then to point the map where you are. Yep. And then in a few hours, it will take it, landed in Shippo. (laughs) Then in a few hours, it will show. So even though you are just traveling, somebody else, the spy who loves me, just following your footsteps. Yeah. But you see, what you also don't realize is that the same app is able to make you create it from your bedroom. So you haven't gone anywhere, but you just press there. JFK Kennedy. What are they doing in America? But you see, you're two doors away. They're lying there. And they are watching Eastenders. Yeah, yeah, but as a spy, you don't have all the parts. You are you are snooping. You are a snooper, snooping into people's lives, to try and check it with yours, and see how far you have gone, and see how well you are doing. Hopefully, if you are doing better, you think it makes you better. But it doesn't make you better, because the way life is is that you will always be better than somebody, but somebody will always be better than you. That is how life is. And that is why, as a pastor, I choose not to copy anybody. I choose not to be like anybody. And not everybody is supposed to come to CICC. But the ones who want a pastor like me, whose examples are like mine, and who preaches like I am, welcome. Yeah. How joyful your life will be. When you stop snooping around. Yeah. You know because now you can look on your friends 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 page. To locate somebody. Friends of friends. And that is why the people. Oh let me say this one too. Oh no no I'm coming to say this one too. You see and also the people who lock up their everything. So that nobody can see anything of them. That is also somebody who has a very proud and arrogant at you because you think that you have so much going that you don't want anybody knowing your business. Yeah. You see, when you, now, when you're operating things, check the reason why you are operating the way you are operating. Yeah, because the blocking and the covering, what are you blocking and covering against who? You see, when you have maybe a child who's using social media, yeah, you have to pretend. Yeah, you grown-up man, grown-up man. Who are you hiding from? And what do you think you have? You see, that is why Joseph was always so open to share his dream, to share his days, because he didn't think that, you know, it should create such violent hatred. But it did. It did. It did. Because when you don't choose to walk on the right side, you will always find the people who hate, who despise, who are so envious, you know, who who are just checking to just wait to hear the worst news about you. May you not be that person. May you not be that person.